All right, welcome back to episode two of Subpar Delivery. Uh, we did change up the name a bit. We're going to go ahead and cover that in our recap. You got your, uh, myself, Matt, and Mike. Uh, Mike, why don't you go ahead and get us started on the recap here? Uh, yeah, so just to, just to kind of lead in here to uh, what, what we're hoping is going to be a fairly entertaining podcast, uh, Matt and I are still single. Still. Still single. It's surprising, uh, really. It really is. It's <laughs> I mean, just almost shocking. Based on the pros and cons list we made last episode, you would have thought, scooped up. Yeah, but, but I, I guess not. Yeah. So, so ladies, we're still single. We're we're still out there. Um, so uh, and and yeah, that's pretty much why we can do this on a Saturday afternoon because uh, <laughs> because we don't have anything else to do. So, uh, um, but to bring it back, we uh, discussed last episode. We were trying to figure out the name here, and we did settle on subpar delivery. I don't really remember exactly what we said we were going to end on last time, but we thought we'd clarify. Uh, podcast is now called Subpar Delivery. Um, and we are sponsored by White Claw Natural Lime. Get it now. So please uh, White crack Claw one. Natural Lime. Nobody we, likes it, but we we'll <laughs> all drink it. We've got a case in front of us right now, and we really appreciate the sponsor allowing us to pay um, retail price to go purchase <laughs> it from our local 7 <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, I really, really, really thought they were going to pitch in a little bit or uh, maybe t shirts or something, but no, we're just. <laughs> We're working there. We're, it's only episode two, so we'll see what three brings us. But, uh, yeah, just to kind of close out our recap of the week, uh, Matt is now Scrum Master certified. I am. A- Agile Methodology. So Yeah, so just in case anybody else wants to shoot themselves, that's <laughs> yeah, right there with you. <laughs> I'm right, on, right there with you guys. We'll <laughs> make a pact. Oh, my God. <laughs> so diving into the new episode here. We've got uh, some hot topics, some fun topics, and a, a call with a, a local lawyer. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna see how this goes. Starting off here, Mike, would you be a stay at home dad? Absolutely fucking not. Why not? It just sounds terrible. <laughs> I would love to be a stay at home dad. Terrible. I'm I'm all in. Make me one now. Are you kidding me? I cook, can't clean, but that's a maid. Great with kids, and my Call of Duty Twitch would be fantastic. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, I, I just feel like you'd get bored. I mean, but that's the point. Like, I'd get really good at golf. I would. It, the hard part would be finding other friends that were stay-at-home dads. But I feel like there's, like, a Craigslist ad out there or something for it, you know? And you can just really piece together <laughs> piece together a, a good time. All right. So, uh, sorry, everyone. We uh, aren't very good at edi- editing, uh, editing audio. So, there might be a little break there, but... Uh... But we are still here. We are still doing our thing, and uh, and we're still trying to understand why Matt thinks that being a stay-at-home dad is a good idea. Your only con that you give me is you think you'd be bored. And listen, I can fill that time. Now, the, the trick is you got kids. Ideally, no kids. So I'm just golfing, cooking, making, finding a cleaning service to clean the house. So that would make you not a stay-at-home. Well, and dad. I would have. Well, I guess you had the dad aspect. I'd just be a stay-at-home husband. Maybe you would be unemployed. Yeah. Yeah, so that wants to be unemployed. So basically what I need is a sugar mama. Like like they, have just... a, they have a word for that, and it's unemployed. Yikes. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's movies about that. I think there might be. Um, like, the, the woman is a successful lawyer. <laughs> the, and, the husband the, is the a... The shitty husband is just... Stoner. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd have hobbies. I don't know what they'd be, but I'd find them, you know? You do yeah, something. Like drinking wine at eleven o'clock. I guess what I've realized is I just want to be a trophy husband. Uh, I think that's the uh, idea here. I, I mean, Matt, we can all <laughs> have our dreams, and that's one of them. 
So, Mike's not in agreement there, but you know what? Sometimes we don't always get along. Mike, what are you opening there? That's a that's a uh, what flavor? A ruby grapefruit white claw hard seltzer. Ah, brought to us by White Claw and our local Seven Eleven. And our local Seven Eleven, where so. we paid eighteen ninety nine plus tax for this case of White Claws. I didn't realize it's that much. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mike, for getting those, and thank you, White Claw, for letting us uh, give you our money. <laughs> um, so I think what we've got now, moving on, that we've decided that Matt just wants to be trophy husband. Is uh, oh, I got another one coming. Black cherry. Thank you, White Claw, for your five percent alcohol and only a hundred calories. Yeah. Really, the millennials Michelob Ultra. White Claw. I don't know what's in it, but <laughs> but it works. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and try something new with this app, Anchor here, and we're gonna try to include our buddy um, Ryan, who's gonna be our lawyer. Um, so there might be a bit of a break here as we figure out what the heck we're doing. And we'll be right back. Looking for a podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously? Or maybe they just don't care. Glad you've stumbled your way here. It's time for Subpar Delivery with Matt and Mike. <laughs> yeah, one of us dropped an F-bomb, so we're going to have to cut that. <laughs> I'm sure they're, take, they're going to take away a ton of your ad revenue now. It's, it's tough. I mean, we've already got a few uh, people signed up. They don't know it yet, actually, but we signed them up uh, for them. So it's going well. Now, so Mike and I have been talking. This has been an old idea of ours for quite some time from work. And we discussed this in, last, in our last episode. And basically, you're going to have a lot of middle-aged you know, dads who are going to go to a lot of t-ball games. A lot of just, you know, what, 8U or U8 soccer games <laughs> that are just – they're horrible, right? Like, no one knows how to hit. No one knows how to kick. They're just picking clovers in the outfield. So how do you make the game interesting, right, Mike? And so and so here's where I am. And so, so Ryan, I don't know if we introduced you yet, but you're serving as our uh, unofficially official legal representation. <laughs> so, this is where you put a disclaimer, or... Ryan. What's that? Do I have any choice in this matter, or you're just you're just? Oh, absolutely not. But you you can do as many disclaimers as you want. Yeah, we'll choose good. to ignore them, but feel right. free to go ahead. This is your opportunity for a disclaimer. All right, yeah, I, I'll disclaim that uh, nothing that I say is any real legal advice, and you guys are morons. Wait, so are we okay, not allowed? We're, to, we're, we're, yeah, come are on we now. not allowed to curse that. on this? Is that the rule? What's this? Are we not allowed to curse on this? No, we no, totally no. can. This is not even no, public. You, you this could, is just you could curse on it, but I mean. <laughs> You didn't have to call us morons. Yeah, that was pretty Well, rude. I was going to say fucking morons, but I held that. Whoa. Held back. Whoa. Well, then you just went and said anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yikes. You know, <laughs> we should have called him. I don't like this guy. I don't like his attitude. Anyway, so, Mike, go ahead and tell him the, the idea here. We'll All get right. some advice so, on it. So, as Matt said, bored middle-aged men at uh, their children's sporting events. And then... Into that category, you know, but, but one of them, one of them is gambling heavily. And so, how do we combine? How do we combine activities that men already have to do with activities they want they they want to do? Gamble on children's sports, and of course, it's and, called child's play. And so, <laughs> it's, super, <laughs> it's a well, very marketable. It's a warp pitching is a is a is a mobile phone application called Child's Play, which which allows which allows <laughs> middle aged men to bet on their children. Well, bet on the game. 
bet to bet on the game. Bet on the game. And uh, and yeah, it's all going to be online. So uh, all the money's going to be in offshore accounts. Okay. So my uh, sorry, guess. <laughs> one thing that just jumps off right off the bat. Uh, you guys are both Office fans, right? Yes. Remember how uh, Ryan's online uh, Dunder Mifflin Infinity got infiltrated by child predators in the chat room? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Are uh, are you guys planning for that situation to occur here as well, or I guess what security measures are you putting in place? Um, uh, so Ryan, I'll I'll let you know right now that I'm I'm a cybersecurity professional, so I got that covered. Oh, we got a top go. man on the job. Don't you worry. <laughs> best in the country. Best in the country. Literally, literally the best. <laughs> According to two people making a podcast. <laughs> so our question to you, Ryan, is not office quotes, but really legally, how are we looking at getting this thing running off the ground? Just the entire betting app? Yeah, like this this kind of like in betting like the children aspect and then <laughs> and the betting aspect and the, and the like you know all like, of it. Like offshore what, account. Yeah, like the yeah, offshore accounts uh, well, I like think what kind of what are your initial thoughts? I think the first as thing as an unofficial legal representative, as a as a non legal advice, you got you got to make a businessman. You got to you got to create an entity so that you personally won't be liable for it. So LLC, easy, easy. Dell LLCs cost five hundred dollars. Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> Mike's getting a little too excited <laughs> about this idea. Hey, Vir- Virginia LLCs are only a hundred bucks. So that's why I say that little cash strapped. But in Delaware, you can hide behind that a little bit better. Oh, that's true. Mike, why are you so knowledgeable about this? <laughs> what is I don't that? even think you need me. I think Mike's your legal yeah. representative. Interesting. Interesting. So now, is there any um, advice that you would say, hey, take these steps and measures to make it e- even a better idea, right? I mean, it's already a great idea, but anything on your end to add to it? I think there should be uh, somebody who, like, really pressures peer pressures these kids to, to throw the games i think that add a fun element well that it. we think that's going to naturally occur with their parents yeah, yeah yeah so i think that's going to be really good we get the coaches involved too i mean it really can be a good foundation for just some wholesome family bond. absolutely really just anything that you can do to just encourage as many backroom deals as possible right right um just so that really nobody has any idea what's going on at any <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's where we win. We win because we're not directly involved. I'm not making 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 dad yell at Billy on the on the soccer. Oh, field. absolutely not. No. However, you're, you're however, I'm, however, I am taking a little cut from that action. But exactly, you know what, you know what Mike and I are doing is we're making that dad is at Billy's game. That's I right. Mean, that's that Billy's dad would have made any excuse in the book to not go watch a you know hour and a half long t ball game and have to talk to the other parents. Child's play. But you get some money on the line, you get child's play going. Child's play, bringing families together. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is brilliant. I think One you, got, bet at a time. <laughs> you have to market it as, uh, you know, you're really promoting core family values here. You know, we you're, really are. We're a family you're, company. You're getting deadbeat dads off the couch. I mean, this I mean, is. Or, or great beat dads. You or, know, yeah, everybody. Because well, we have we have a very, we don't we don't criticize we have a we have a very solid demographic in the in the upper middle class male area <laughs> right that would be interested in this and I think we just need to sharpen our our marketing a little bit and then we have something that that might be able to take off but, yeah I agree I think another thing you have to how are you gonna uh, get the moms involved to yell at the dads eventually to to make money off of that too how is that gonna happen 
That's it's an untapped market, but Mike, do you have any ideas there? I think that's going to happen when the money starts coming out of the checking accounts. <laughs> <laughs> when when the mom's Mercedes has to get sold to, to afford the child's play account that uh that Billy's dad's got going. Uh, <laughs> I th- yeah, I think that that is. I think that we're covered there, but but that might be episode three. Uh, that we put that together. Yeah. Now we do have one more question, um, and, and yeah, I'll, I'll take this one. But Ryan, how how close can we get to fraud without committing actual fraud? Uh, that line. <laughs> Let's give me an example here, like, um, like selling things that don't actually exist, right? But then they like they kind of exist, like, like internet you... things. Like I might not send you a backpack in the mail, but I'll send you a picture of a backpack <laughs> in the mail. Oh, I see what you're doing here. Yeah, that's for sure fraud. Well, hold on now, but the photo is of the photo of the backpack. So, like, as long as so fraud is like intentionally, willfully lying to a consumer, right? Like misrepresenting what you're selling. So, as long as you are super clear in the description and say, maybe, you know, I guess you're trying to leave out as much information as possible. How gray can we get without it being black? Again, throwing this out there, this is a terrible idea. I'm not on board <laughs> with it at all. Uh, I think, you know, you call it the a picture of a backpack, and that's how you call it in the description, and then just see if anybody buys it. So it's like, so like Amazon, like that first thing you click on just says backpack, but then like buried in the description of said item, of it says picture of said backpack. What if you just said like backpack in grayscale, and it was just like a black and white grayscale photo of a backpack, and they just thought, oh, See, and then you you'd, 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 <laughs> you'd charge like five bucks. So it'd be like, wow, this is really cheap. No, no, but... you charge like 50. So they think it's a real backpack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, not that would be intentional. Like, it's a really good photo of the backpack. Yeah, yeah, of say. course. Yeah. You you know, great camera, great printing quality. Right, right. Yeah. But, so, so you see things like the Fire Festival. Did you watch mm-hmm. any of those documentaries, Ryan? Oh, I watched all of them. They were great. Right. And there was there was a time where where the guy that was in charge of the Firefest went from being really bad at business to committing fraud. Yeah. Right. And so like I, I see that line and I like that line because now that I know that exists, I want to walk it as much as possible. Right. And so this is where this is where having good legal representation comes into play. Hypothetical, hypothetical, and hiding behind multiple LLCs, shell companies, etc. In Delaware, apparently. <laughs> yeah, just make like thirty-six LLCs, and you can get away with anything. Just, in, just is, that, is that the is that the number? Is that the, <laughs> that yeah, the exactly number? thirty-six. If you do thirty-five, you're fucked. Great. Ooh, okay, good. Note made. Okay. Is that like like you make the thirty-six, you do your thing, and then like you get caught, and you just walk in, and just like shake everybody's hand, and you're like, "Yeah, guys, you got me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thirty-six of them. <laughs> yeah. So usually that was Billy McFarland. That was his name, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. Billy something. He uh, he only had I think he had three or four LLCs. Oh, um, it's it's kind of like a get out of jail free card, actually. The more LLCs you have. Okay, I kind of like this. <laughs> We're learning shit. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. And, uh, you know, the more you have, it's just the, eventually the court's just going to be like, this is just too much work. You guys are good to go. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, let's hypothetically say that Mike and I have 36 LLCs. Now, we're looking at Puerto Rico, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> they, there's, some, there's some great beachfront property that's being sold very cheap. 
We're not going to say why, but it's being told very cheap. Is there any legal reason that Mike and I and our 36 LLCs couldn't just start buying a beachfront property? No, that, that's the most uh, legitimate thing you've pitched me today. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Would you like to join in on this? <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to, to with my attorney, and I'm not okay. gonna anything right now. But okay. you know, I mean, let's say I'm saying, not not interested. Saying no on moral grounds doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, where where are you finding this beachfront beachfront property? The, the internet, the internet. Yeah. Um, so allegedly, things happened in the Caribbean. A large storm of yes. some sort. Yeah. So things happened, and a lot of things got broken that were not previously broken. Okay, and plummeted property value. Yes, because the people down there allegedly don't have enough money to fix them. Allegedly, not not. And factually. so here yeah. comes here comes Matt and Mike, Matt and Mike, superheroes with all their funds from this podcast revenue they've made. <laughs> you mean Matt and Mike LLC, right? LLC, yes, yes, sorry, not us personally. One of our many LLCs. Yes, yes. An attorney goes into the Caribbean and purchases property for me. Through and multiple LLCs, yes, and and uh, I, I might not feel good about it, but I'll have some beachfront property in Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's true. I think I think the real solution here is to buy like a foot of beachfront property in Puerto Rico. Interesting. And then you can just use that as a pickup line for eternity, right? It's like you don't have to do anything with it, but you own beachfront property. You're not lying. Like, can you can you get I a third? Like that. Can you get a 30-year mortgage on an $18,000 beachfront lot in Puerto Rico? Uh, I mean, you'd have to talk to a bank or a financial Why would institution. would you want to do that? The interest you pay would be... Because it'd be like $6 a month. Yeah, I mean, if somebody will underwrite the loan, buy it out? why not? Because why? What do you mean you just have it? Matt just doesn't understand leveraged returns. I guess yeah, not. See? I guess not. Okay. All right. See, now we're in, now we're, in this, <laughs> now we're now we're creeping into a fun a fun place. Yeah. It's like it's all about leverage, Matt. The whole world's about leverage. <laughs> Mike just wants this. Mike just wants to like spoof up his hinge account. Oh yeah. I mean, if I was a girl and I saw you know hot Mike McGill and just <clears throat> just pulled up on my phone and it said, "Ooh, he has a beachfront property," like One guaranteed fun. swipe right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, you don't even have to say how big it is. You just no, say no, no, but like, property. Yeah, the joke is there's no. Ryan, did you see our uh, did you see our pros and cons list from last week? No, I didn't. Uh, he, well, but you listened to the podcast. Oh, did we? Did we discuss? I listened to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Ryan, we'll we'll send you the pros and cons list. Matt and I made a pros and cons list of ourselves. <laughs> Ooh, this seems fun. Oh yeah, it was fun. <laughs> except that it hurt a little bit. We both walked out of there a little bit wounded. Oh, the the pros and cons, like like the it's like oh, it's good and it's also terrible at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was like that. Five foot seven. Well, eight, eight, eight five, five foot, foot eight. eight. No, come on now. Not five foot ten. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That was exactly, yeah, exactly what exactly. it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. I remember that. <laughs> okay, now we're not going to say we've done this already, but fake ads. Well, not fake ads, but just creating an ad without support from the sponsor or the company. Is that illegal? Uh, yeah, you're definitely going to get a cease and desist letter. But don't we get, don't we have, like, a little bit of play with just the satirical rules? Yeah. Like, if it's satire, we can say whatever we want. Yeah, there there's more flexibilities. That really only applies to, um, like, basically when, when you're saying 
false things about other people and they're, they're suing you for like libel. So you can defend and say, if, if somebody tried to sue you and said that you were being libelous, you could be like, oh, no, it was like satire. But that definitely doesn't work with fake advertising. <laughs> well, I think there's, we're back to this gray area. I think, I think what we need your help with here is to say, how do we toe the line and not cross the line? I'm going to highly encourage you to, to not even come close to that line. I mean, you're going to get some season desist in the mail. Realistically, nothing terribly is probably going to happen. Okay. Uh, just because what nobody up? listens to your podcast. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, guys, we're in the middle of our podcast. We, yeah, need, like, we need like five minutes. Just real quick, got to wrap up this call. We got a lawyer on the phone right now, or a legend lawyer, so we're going to need to. So appreciate it. <laughs> we need lawyer client confidentiality. We just asked you that. Hypothetically, <laughs> emphasis hypothetically, totally not the first segment we made. Um, yeah, what, what would you say we uh, hypothetically do about that? Like, what do we do now? <laughs> Um, just cancel the entire podcast. Uh, um, see, we got a lot of fans out there, Ryan. We got a lot of fans. No, you're what? Who'd you do the ad for? What? Well, we didn't do it. It was hypothetical. Oh, like, hypothetical. I am drinking a White Claw right now, and I really enjoy the black cherry flavor <laughs> that White Claw provides with only a hundred calories. <laughs> God dang it, Matt! Now you wrote me into this. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. This isn't real legal advice. You're fine. I think the FBI, oh, fuck, the <laughs> FBI just texted me and said they're on their way. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, <laughs> the Fibby's coming. <laughs> Ryan, you ever heard of the Fibby? The Fibby? No. <laughs> FBI, Ryan. <laughs> FBI. Oh. Uh, uh, well, I got really excited. I was like, there's a secret agency that you guys know know about because you're prestigious consultants. Oh, no. Yeah, well, no. no. Yeah, he's not wrong. No. Well, let's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, Ryan, we appreciate you answering our call. Um, and we'll see if we can rope you into uh, our next episode if we have any more fantastic uh, business propositions and ideas. All right. Sounds good. I uh, I respectfully decline your offer to be your lawyer. All right. Thank you to Ryan, our not residential lawyer we've got going. Um, following his advice, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz SL200. Love it. Great handling, great suspension, wonderful car. Love Mercedes-Benz. Buy it at retail value at your local store now. Just like uh, we have to. Exactly, because we don't have any deals. Um, now, <laughs> speaking of Mercedes-Benz, what a gift to get for Christmas. Now, unfortunately, Mike and I cannot afford that due to our non-sponsorship we have with any company at the moment. Um, but moving into the Christmas and the holiday season we've got going on right now, what to get family members and specifically what to get your mom for Christmas is going to be what we're talking about today. Because really, that is the one person in the family that Mike and I care about the most because potentially... They might fund this podcast moving forward. Now, we're not going to dive too far into that. We're going to strictly stick with what to get them. In the past, it's been everything from bathroom mats to candles 
to who knows what. Um, but I'll let Mike continue this from here and tell his side of it. I, yeah, I mean, it, it, the, the, the gift for mom is a hard thing to pull off because, because it's got to mean something. Um, it does. Um, yeah, for, for example, last, last year, uh, part of my mother's gift was, uh, was a bottle of wine that I bought at the 7-Eleven for $4. And, uh, and she, she did not particularly enjoy that. In fact, it is still, it is still at their house a year later. <laughs> that twist-off cap just really didn't sell it for yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't have much to add there. Like, uh, okay. Like, that was a bad one. That was a bad one. He's like, the, I can't deny. Okay, you got the, me. What's the worst gift you ever gave your mom? God, There's I, a- I think, I can't recall if I, I don't, I didn't get it for her, but my older brother did, and it was probably one of the funniest, most infamous gifts that he'd gotten, and he got it for the whole family, right? This man went into a Target, looked around, saw their one dollar section, so they had AA batteries and just bought a pack of AA batteries for everyone in the family and then was unapologetic. He was like, everyone needs batteries. You are welcome. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck? Like, this is ridiculous. Everyone, like, I think we bought my youngest brother, like, one of those, like, remote, not remote controls, one of those, like, sit-in convertible cars that you uh-huh. see all the kids at Walmart have. Like, we bought, like, ridiculous gifts. And oldest brother comes around. You're welcome. AA. I could have gotten triple. These are double. Enjoy. Like, what the F? This is ridiculous. But in regards to moms, I've done everything from, um, what, snow globes. It's, it's really just like random stuff that you feel like you can kind of do the sentimental pitch. And, and like you think that covers it. Looking back, it doesn't. It's really bad. But it's so tough. Like It's like, what do you get the mom for Christmas? Mike, yeah. what are you getting your mom for this Christmas? I, I honestly, I have no idea. She uh, she asked for a few things that uh, that seemed to be a little bit out of my price range of thirty five dollars <laughs> because I'm a federal employee and yeah. I can't. Yeah, well, I thought it was twenty dollars was the most you could spend on a non federal. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, no, it's just like, uh. <laughs> but no, she's a she's a great lady. Uh, I, yeah, I think that uh, I think that I might be able to pull off. Uh, I mean, not back to the candle thing, but maybe a candle. <laughs> maybe a candle. It is bad how recycled and buried. Just like, I mean, I walk through the mall and I just kind of go, mm, that looks good. And that is or, what it becomes. Or, or maybe when you when you walk through the mall at Pentagon City, all the, the people that uh, <laughs> the people that try to wash your hands with stuff. You're like, oh, mom's like lotion. And that's why I'm a big Bed Bath & Beyond fan because I'll just, or uh, no, Bath & Body Works. That's what it is. I'll just do whatever their their Christmas bundle is. In. Boom. Sold. Boom. That is that is mom, aunt, and grandma in one <laughs> swoop. Because it's like three for 50. And I just kind of like, yep, you get it, you get it, you get it. Sold. Done. <laughs> sold, sold, Ooh. sold. But really, it's a thought that counts. Um, so we're going we're gonna to pivot into something a little, bit, <laughs> a little bit different, which is... Uh, which is which is the fight that happened in the NFL last Saturday, or uh, oh, last Thursday man. afternoon? So that's a big pivot, Mike. Yeah, it was. It is a big pivot. Um, <laughs> Mostly because we still don't know what we're gonna get our moms, and I think that's why we're pivoting. Yeah, we're just gonna, but, you know, just moving forward. We're just gonna get out of. So that what car. was this fight? What was this fight, Mike? A man hit another man in the head with a helmet. But it was the under. It was the padded side of the helmet, Mike. I don't know. I, don't I, know, I mean, I saw slow mo. It was like, mm, I don't know. What, I mean, uh, well, do you not agree that was it's Rudolph, right? Yeah. The the quarterback for the Steelers, 
he tried to take Miles Garrett's helmet off first. So yes. Some would say he started it. Some some would say, and they are saying. I yeah. am saying. Um, I am saying that he started it, but, but but Matt, but Matt. Uh, so w- what do you think about uh, about this year's uh, presidential candidates? Oh, <laughs> just moving to the next next <laughs> next topic. All right. I mean, all of them are just one. Are we gonna go? Yeah, like they just they all seem a little bit boring on their own way. Well, yeah, they're all terrible. I don't. I don't think there's one candidate that's really standing above the rest. Everyone can argue, but I'm of I'm of the mindset of no one's really knocking out of the park. Now there's some that aren't shitting the bed, but no one's really kind of taking the lead. So so yeah, you took that a little bit further than I thought you were going to, but uh, but <laughs> okay, we you didn't really but, provide but, much guidance there, Mike. But all right. So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna start <laughs> what's going to become a uh, recurring recurring segment here on uh, on subpar delivery, but uh. But so, so Bernie Sanders. Ooh. How many beers? Oh, to what? You know. How many beers? How many beers? What about right. you? Hey, Austin. You oh, we got a guest here. Austin. Yeah. Austin. Yeah. All right. You get on this too, okay? And we got more oh, James Only Austin. No, I got it. No, it's James, right. you'll be on the first podcast. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> reoccurring oh, guest. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- guest reoccurring here. guest. Austin. Right. Now, of course, they're going to shirt. Now, Austin, we're talking politics here. And it's a very serious oh, discussion. So, no, very serious. Now, hold on. Now, we're in need Can you do that in DC? Or is Austin is very involved. He's a DC local. <laughs> now, how many beers for Bernie Sanders? Wait, okay. How, how many beers? To, like, to like, like take him home for you know, for like he spends <laughs> the night with Bernie you. Sanders. We're not. You yeah, said, said it. it. You said okay, it. We okay. did. Right. So how many? Right. Um, I would bang Bernie Sanders for. If you give me three beers right now, three. I'll bang Bernie Sanders, yeah. Like right that, now. Dude, that, that's a phenomenal story. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Are you trying to tell me that you want to do like for three it would, beers? It would take a Come few on. more than, than three. Mike, how many beers? Dude, you'd probably die on the spot. That's why I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't want to kill a presidential candidate. That's what I'm nervous about. <laughs> that's, your, that's your only reservation is killing Bernie No, Sanders. but it's a big one. That's a big <laughs> one. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it. like, hey. <laughs> No way. You can write so concerned. many autobiographies about that. Like you, you would sell out big time. It'd be a short story. I don't think I could do a full book. <laughs> <laughs> it's your life leader or not. <laughs> what about you, James? What do you think? Mm. Are you really Four. thinking about it? Four? Four? Just one more than Austin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's all I do with my life. All right, what, what do you guys say? Yeah, oh, we oh, would never. We, we asked you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you actually were talking about No, Absolutely not. All right, all right, okay. Well, on the spot, what, what would you guys do? Oh, we respect Bernie. He's a great candidate. <laughs> Ian, said oh, he's going, Ian said he's going to dirty water at 8.30. Well, everyone, you heard that. Dirty water, 8.30. Thank you for listening in. Yeah, have a great night.